0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Cali Traveler Podcast Show. I'm your host, Paul. Once again, welcome to the Cali Traveler Podcast Show. I'm your host, Paul. It's a choice that is collectively expressed by an electoral college, which determines the winner of elections for president and vice president of the United States. Welcome to episode seven of the Cali Traveler podcast show. Before I get to today's topic, I would like to give a dedication to my grandmother. Today marks one year since she passed away. Rest in peace, grandma. Now we're getting to the topic of today, which would be the U S presidential election and my experience, of going through this election as an American expat. So as you all are aware, I've lived in the kingdom of Thailand for the past two years and studying. Well, this is the first election I've gone through being outside of the United States. Past couple of weeks, I've had people asking me questions about the elections and how I'm feeling about everything. Well, generally, I'm not somebody who likes to openly talk about his political views or anything like that. I can say that as an American expat living in Thailand during, I don't know if it's the fact that I'm 13,000 kilometers or 7,000 miles away from home, and I don't know what's gonna happen. Many of you have asked me questions. Some of them I have answered, some of them I have not answered because one, I've been busy, and two, I've just been extremely stressed out about it that I've just wanted to keep to myself. But I'll tell you guys a little bit of everything that is going on through my mind and what I will expect. I'm sure that all of you, like me, have had your eyes glued to the TV or to your phone and updating every five minutes about the presidential election, the most votes from the electoral college and who's got the most popular vote. Well. It's very stressful. I'm sure that you all have seen the news in the past four years and everything that's happened back home. One reason why this election stresses me out to the max. It's being so far away from home and not really knowing what is going on there really what worries me. You see about all these protests and you hear about people inflicting violence on one another. And honestly, it's not something that I'm wanting to really talk about. You know, I'm aware of all the problems that are going on in the U.S. I'm aware of it, but it just hurts to be so far away and being so worried about your loved ones during this time. Really, the unknown is what ends up getting to me. Now, some of you have asked me how the presidential elections work and what exactly happens in order for a president to be elected. Okay, so all of you that think that the U.S. is a democracy, I can tell you this. The U.S. is not a true democracy or what they would call direct democracy. The U.S. happens to be a republic. So what that means, American citizens will vote representatives into office to represent whether it's their state, district, in government. For instance, a congressman or congresswoman will represent a state or the district of a state in the House of Representatives, which is the lower house of the legislature of the United States. And then you have senators, which are elected to the US Senate, which happens to be the upper house of legislature. You have two types of votes, popular vote and electoral vote. So the popular vote is basically people like you and I voting. Think of it as majority of the people, which would be you and I, that's the popular vote. Now, the presidential election is a little bit different. So the popular vote is an indirect election. So basically it's the total number of votes received in the first phase of the election, as opposed to the votes cast by those elected to take part in the final election. Electoral college is actually what elects the president of the United States. So now each state has its number of electors with California being the highest at 55 electoral votes. We the people don't actually vote for the US president. It's actually the Electoral College that votes for it. A lot of people ask me about it, but to be honest with you, I could explain it to you all day and it would still be pretty complicated to explain. It works is that every four years, we, the American people, decide on president and vice president of the United States. The way that it works is that a president will serve one term, which lasts four years, and they can run for re-election once, which would be another four years. For instance, in 2008, you know, when Barack Obama was elected president, he ended up running again and was re-elected for a second term in 2012. But after that, President Obama couldn't run for a third term due to the U.S. Constitution forbidding it. Very grateful that I'm able to share my experiences with you all. Now you're probably asking, How many votes are required to win the presidency? So let's say that the current president receives all electoral votes in order to claim victory. What will happen is that they will finish their current term and then on the 20th of January, 2021, they would be given the oath that they will faithfully execute the duties of the Oval Office. The Oval Office is the administrative center of the president of the United States. So let's say another situation comes around and the current ends up losing the election. Does that mean that the current president will be kicked out of office? The answer to that is no. So the current president, if they lose the reelection bid and let's say the opposition is elected, will continue to serve their term in office. And then on the 20th of January, that president will then give up their position in the office and the president-elect will then be sworn in. Same oath, like I told you, the situation of the incoming president. They'll take that oath and then at 12 o'clock noon in Washington, D.C., the president-elect will then officially become president of the United States and thus their term will begin. And they'll be in office for four years and can run for re-election once or if they choose not to seek re-election, then the process will begin to have a nominee for that political party's ticket into the White House. You're probably wondering how exactly things will turn out. The answer I can give you is, I don't know how it will turn out, because there's still states that are counting their votes. In terms of any potential civil unrest, that always happens in any election given. I think eventually things will calm down, it's just there's so much intensity back home and people are scared because of the unknown. They really don't know what's going on. But as an American expat, it's definitely been the most stressful election that I've dealt with in my life. I certainly hope that things will be okay. I say this to all of my listeners that are from the States. No matter who wins the election, we've got to remember that in the end, we're fellow Americans. We shouldn't let something so petty like politics get in the way of our relationships and our friendships with one another. No matter who wins the election, we, the American people, we've got to stick together. Remember, as President Abraham Lincoln said, a house divided cannot stand. Remember those words. We must remain united. We must love one another. About my experience of the election. So next week, I've got a very special musical guest for you. Zayn the Bluesman, will be coming on and will be performing an unplugged set. I hope that you all are doing well. Stay safe out there. Thank you for listening to the Cali Traveler podcast show. Podcast can be heard weekly on my YouTube channel. So, subscribe to Cali Traveler 93 as well as liking my Facebook page, Cali Traveler 93. And the podcast will be available on Spotify and other platforms.